Italian Spider-Man. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast, where we sit around and talk about our latest favorites on movies and TV. I am your host, Xavier, and we're back in studio with the gang. Anthony over here to my left. How's it going? Got Danny on the other side of the couch. What's up? And his little corner over there is Zach. Hi. <laughs> That's very formal. Hi. Hello. Hey. Uh, so we are here today. Pretty excited. I know Danny has uh, some really... Something interesting to regale us with a recently watched, and uh, we're going to get our thoughts on uh, what I can say is the latest installment in a line of Christmas classics. Just to say that. Uh, but Danny, go ahead and take it away. Uh, yeah, so I got one um, recently watched that I want to mention that I didn't get to last week, but it's a, a movie called 12 Kilometers. 12 kilometers. Why does that sound familiar? Is that a so, water movie? No. The what? Is that anything to do with going underwater? No. Oh, so okay. this is a horror movie that I maybe you guys have seen on Instagram where... I, I The name is familiar, but I can't... <coughs> now I remember. Remember. You I'll let to, him explain. You have to send uh, this director your three favorite horror oh, movies. Oh, yes. The password. So, yeah. Before... <laughs> Before you uh, give us your thoughts mm -hmm. on 12 Kilometers, um, what were the three movies that you sent over to him? That's what I wanted. So I was going to send three movies to him, but then the day that I was going to do it, he released a podcast and in the podcast, he released the password to go watch the movie, essentially. Aww. So I just listened to the podcast and he explained like certain things on like he came up with it and you know kind of went through it and uh got the password and then went to go watch it but um, what were you gonna pick this is the yeah, ultimate question I was ask you, like, like what were you going to pick um okay so i was gonna choose the shining okay um go to standard maybe the conjuring i like oh, the conjuring universe. he would have been like nah that's too pedestrian but no okay and then I was going to maybe choose one from this year. So Don't probably the 2022 one that I liked the most horror wise was Smile. Oh, okay. Smile was pretty good. All right. Not the uh, not bodies, bodies, bodies. I not, didn't see not that one. Man or X. Haven't seen that one either. No. Or Barbarian. But I saw Bar Barbarian. Barbarian was pretty good. There you go. Uh, oh, also the Black Phone. Black Phone. And was Black good. Phone. But yeah. I don't know if I. Well. I don't know if you could say Black Phone is horror, but it, it does have like... Black Phone is horror. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Ethan okay. Hawke alone is embodying some really creepy stuff. That, and there's some supernatural stuff going on. That's it. Yeah. Y yeah. Okay. I, we've mentioned it. I forget where it's streaming now, but... Uh, Peacock. Peacock, yeah. Watch Black Phone. It's very good. That one was, was really solid. Um, so. All right. Good picks. So now uh, your thoughts on 12 Kilometers. What do you think? Uh, it's, it's a weird movie. It's... 
28 minutes long. So it's like a short <laughs> film. Um, and it's all in Russian. All right. So subtitles? Yeah. But um, essentially, it's... Um, so scientist and a team is drilling a hole 12 kilometers into Earth. And things happen. Things happen. Don't do as that. they want, as they are wont to Don't. do. Yeah. So it's the core? No. Oh. <laughs> it's the prequel. the prequel to the core. Use that unobtainium. But it's um it's definitely a horror type movie because it has some like horror elements and obviously not like just a lot of things do happen that I won't get into, but um the cinematography and directing was good. I just feel like it was 28 minutes, but there was just like nothing. To not the much end. happened. Yeah, like <laughs> not much happened or maybe not much was explained. Although that could add towards like the mystery of the horror. But I just feel like they could have spent more time explaining certain things. But I think you should watch it um, just to get your thoughts on it. You can watch it for free if you... Uh, Find his password of the week. He changes the password every week. Ooh, that's how he did it. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he's like, he's we he slipped. So I'm gonna go get him. Yep. So uh, definitely check it out. Let me know what you think, and maybe we could talk about it once we once you see it. Okay. Cool. Right. If you like horror, uh, definitely give gonna, it a shot. I'm gonna have to give him my three favorite horror movies, and then he'll like decline. Yeah. He'll be like, not good. Enough. Nope. Anthony's gonna be like, uh, Evil Dead Two. <laughs> Just you know, the Baba Duke. I go. still gotta watch and the Baba Duke. It follows. No, I didn't like it. Follows. You didn't like it. Follows. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I thought I, I, I like the concept of it follows. But uh, following cool. that, uh, cool man. Uh, Fire that, in the sky. Yeah, I mean, I would love to think if he considers that horror, and he'd be like, "Oh, you you don't like alien stuff." And then yeah. I would say the impossible. So and he's like, "What? Oh, you have well, trauma. <laughs> you have water trauma, sir." <laughs> I, I think in his um, in his Instagram, because uh, I, I gave him a follow. In his Instagram, he posted like what his favorite horror movie or one of his favorite horror movies are, uh-huh. uh, and it was Alien. Nice. nice. What what is a uh, what is the director's name for people who aren't aware? Uh, it is Mike, and his last name is Pecci Pessi, P E C C I. Okay, I'm gonna say Pecci, but he may correct us. My apologies, Mister Mister Mike. Uh, but uh, also, we agree that Alien is an amazing type of horror film. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh man, we have mentioned it before, but I would have my if I would have had to pick a list for sure, one would have to be John Carpenter's The Thing. You mentioned The Thing yeah. a lot in um, I would, yeah. one of our previous episodes. Nasty. I would say Evil Dead Two because that's just it's like horror, but it's really goofy. I love the goofiness of it because again, I'm not a big horror fan. But uh, and then I'd pick something from this year. It would be a toss up between Barbarian or Black Phone. Um, I d- I really dug Black Phone a lot. Yeah. Um, so if he hears cool. this podcast, he just heard you say that you're not a horror fan. Yeah, so I'm he, not a horror fan, he but not, here are my favorites for being a non-horror fan. He may not give you the password. All right, that's fair. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I mean, for not being a horror fan, you've John Carpenter's a thing. Gotten yeah, yeah. to see. Yeah, those are good movies. It's really good. For not being a horror fan, you've definitely seen a good amount of horror movies this year. I or saw like, all the releases. Right almost. A lot of horror. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, before we pivot on over. Uh, anybody else got a chance to recently watch Zach? Any headway on that Star Trek uh, <laughs> uh, journey, that Odyssey that you're trying to do? 
No, still, still haven't. I, I haven't watched a lot of stuff actually in the last little bit. I mean, it, just whatever movies we've gotten to go watch, and then that's it. Okay, <laughs> actually, so just the one movie that we'll get into. But that, other than that, no. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I've been I've been preoccupied good. with just taking care of other stuff. Taking care a lot of, of lot business. Of, a lot of gaming. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he says gaming, but he's just on his phone. You were playing. That's a, like ten percent true. What game were you playing? Uh, no, just some a classic Formula One. No, Halo. Not just F one. He's still playing a Formula. Okay, it's, all right. Whatever. He game. hated this version though. You're like you don't like this. Nah, version. he's playing the the 2018. 18. Yeah, I'm playing 2018. <laughs> okay. The be- the definitive version. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, we're moving on to something way cooler. I ended uh, up finishing. Uh, go ahead, Anthony. What do you call it? Uh, I almost said the glass castle. The <laughs> the white the, the white black lotus. flower. No, yeah. uh, white, lotus. white lotus. There you go. Season, season two finale. Yeah, yeah. I liked it better than season one. Ooh. Um. Still a weird show, but uh, yeah, I felt the. I don't know. The story structure was a little better. You got to know more of the characters better than in season one. The last episode was very weird. It ended. Oh, weird. <laughs> kind okay. of not weird. Just. Uh. Yeah, he made the because the the same guy directs and writes all the episodes, so he made an interesting choice. Let's just say <laughs> without spoiling anything for the end of the end of the season. Interesting choice, but it was a uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was good, but again, I mean, if the first season got nominated for best uh, limited series, I'm sure this one will too. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll go into uh, future episode. We'll go into the Golden Globe nominations that went out and White Lotus is on that for limited series. Season two or one? Yeah, season two. Okay. Yeah, you think people like, yeah, some of the cast of season two is nominated. If I'm not the mistaken. cinematography is amazing. Well, yeah, they're in Italy. Yeah, it's like awesome. Purdy. Yeah. Uh, nice. All right, cool. Uh, piv- it's pivoting into cinematography. Um, the, as of today's recording, uh, we got a pretty awesome and long-awaited trailer for uh, Spider-Man across uh, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Uh, what'd you guys think? Part one, right? Part part one. Yeah, because then it's the second one is beyond the Spider-Verse. It looks like it's going to be a crazy movie with the amount of Spider-Man characters they show mm-hmm. in that trailer. Yeah, it's there's quite Spider-Man's a lot. Spider-Man's The first the one Man's. was top-notch. Like the best Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, it it won the Oscar for best animated film. It's a shame that so. not many people went to see it in theaters. That's weird to me. Yeah, didn't make that much money. I saw it in really? theaters, and yeah. everybody wow. in that theater was didn't wow. Make that much money. But uh, it's looking like part two is going to really take things up to just a whole multiplicity. Your boy Oscar Isaac uh, as Miguel O'Hara, twenty ninety nine. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. But it's again like there's just like I'm trying not to and over hyper analyze it and watch it too much because I don't want to just start bringing picking out everything and start trying to like jump to conclusions. Yeah. But uh, I already saw some videos where like people were reacting to it and they went frame by frame because it's a very Easter egg. Yeah, it's a very quick moving, quick moving trailer. And there's one scene alone where it just shows I don't know how many, maybe a hundred different spider people. Yeah, they're uh, all uniquely animated. They're all different versions. Like you had like the manga version. You, they for sure had the PS4 Spider-Man. Yeah. That was awesome. Yep. That was really cool. And I think, yeah. They have a Spider-Cop. Spider-Cop. Yes. I'm wondering, um, I don't remember because it's too like in, in it, but uh, you think uh, 
if they have PS4 Spider Man, that Yuri Lowenthal will do a quick like voice snippet. I would, I'd hope so. I would hope so. I mean, right? I I think they got whoever they brought or whoever they drew. I'm pretty sure they got that voice actor. So I hope if they have spectacular in there, I'm hoping for uh, get, who is it, Josh Keaton? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping for a Japanese Spider Man. <laughs> Possibly the emissary of hell, Spider Man, <laughs> dude. Maybe maybe Italian Spider Man. Dude, <laughs> that's just the fat dude with a Spider Man costume and a shotgun. Oh my god, great <laughs> Italian Spider Man. Which which kind of Italian? <laughs> Italian Spider Man. Uh, the uh, uh, speaking of uh, the Tokusatsu like Spider Man, there is a really cool um, like Marvel series. Um, I forget the exact name of it, but it's on Disney Plus, and the first episode talks about how Stan Lee saw the kind of like uh, like Sentai like Rangers kind of Power Rangers thing, and like, oh, they want to put that for Spider Man. Like, let's do it. Like, that looks so cool. And everybody's like, Stan Lee, you're nuts. Like, what is that? He's like, shut up. This is my thing. We're gonna do it. And uh, it got to be hella popular. Um, so it was it's a really cool like I think forty something minutes into like the whole profile of how Spider-Man in Japan is so different. It ends up being like a almost Power Ranger show where he has like a, he has a mech. Yeah, he has a whole mecha. It's called Leopardon. Like it's, it's, and like his catchphrase that he's like the emissary of hell. It's, and, but they had like pretty cool practical like climbing effects where he's like climbing up stuff and like, and. Oh, the, the really janky looking. Yeah, like he's like <laughs> yeah. in a weird suit. He's like fighting some weird lady and like, apparently it's like he gets Spider-Man powers from some alien. It's weird. Uh, what did really I think cool. that was a movie, not a show? Oh, it's totally a show. It's a show, okay. Yeah, totally a show. Um, I mean, so yeah, the, the little snippet of what we got, I think, is getting everybody hyped up and excited. I, kn you know, for sure, people are gonna flood to the theater for this one. Like, if, like Anthony said, yeah, like, I hope oh, so. you know, may, didn't make as much money as expected. This is going to, with all the clout the original first one got, you know, it's going. To yeah, and I think after you know it, it did its theater run, I think when it hit Netflix, I think that's when a lot of people finally got to see it. So, um, yeah, hopefully from all the people that saw it in 2018, because it came out 2018, which is pretty nuts. I'm surprised it came out that long. Well, it was like December, yeah. December 2018. But, yeah, and it's, this one's coming out in June, so six more months. Uh, six more months. I'm man. hype. I'm hype. It still looks just as frenetic and crazy as the first one, so I'm hype. Yeah, I think we're all generally hyped. Like he's got the tone in, but no, like it's generally hyped. It's spider hype. I mean, you could never have too much Spider Man. You can't ever. Well, no, we'll see. Maybe this well, one will be like. Maybe there are too many. Maybe it's too <laughs> much. We found the limit. The limit does not exist. No, the limit exists. Uh, cool guys. All right, so good, good kind of a pulse on that. We'll see if we get anything else. Uh, as we get closer to the, it was June that comes out, right? Yeah. Or, or May? No, yeah, May, June. June. Yeah, June twenty-three. Uh, twenty-three. Too far. Okay, cool, guys. It's going to be a good summer for movies, for sure. Oh, yeah, and for sure, for sure. All right, so, but, you know, summer's that far away. Right now, we're just about to hit winter. We are in the holiday season, and uh, a little movie by Universal Pictures finally came out, a uh, movie I've been dying to see, and I finally got a chance to see it. Uh, Anthony actually had saw it before, and it was so good, he had to see it twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and so what we are talking about is uh, Violent Night, starring David Harbour as Santa Claus. Man, um, that movie was everything I wanted it to be, um, and more. Like, I didn't think it was going to be so uh, 
centered in on just keeping that Christmas spirit and that kind of like Christmas energy. Like I don't know how else you guys felt about that, but it like with all the carnage and violence and mayhem, like the whole core and essence of the of Christmas like was still a part of that movie and like a central point. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Like the the found that they were able to balance those tones really well. Like they definitely made it work. And going in, you're thinking like, oh, it's just gonna be like a like a slaughter, like you know, kill movie. But they actually got like the sentimental parts right. They got all the different emotions right, and some good kills. Dude, the choreography, the fight sequences had some pretty good choreography. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like the the basement playroom whole set thing was mm-hmm. was really good. It was it was really smart with the pool the pool cues. Um, there's some. Are we doing spoiler or spoiler free review? I, I was gonna try to make it spoiler free, but uh, I've, if you're watching and listening, uh, we will put a, a minor spoiler uh, review because we may go into some details on some of the fight sequences and some of the the kills and you know minor plot points or sorry major plot points. But uh, I mean, I'll I'll do my best to avoid major stuff, but it was it was really good. Like spoiler. No, I, I don't have the cool voice. I don't have the, the, the sexy spoiler voice. No, you have to announce spoiler, spoiler. You can't do a whisper. Cause if you do, okay, okay. If you do a whisper, they're, they're going to be like, wait, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, just like that. All right, so we're going, we're about, if you're getting into the point here, um, from this point on, we will major m- mention some minor, some minor spoilers. I won't, but these other guys uh, may go full range. But uh, all right. Let the floodgates open. The uh, backstory. The backstory. <laughs> that was the yes. best part. We want more of that. <laughs> the back- there used to be the second be like movie. Santa, it, Santa's it, backstory? Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like a, like a prequel spinoff TV show. I needed that. For for a year, a, again, minor spoilers, the year in which I got The Northman and we got another season of uh, The Last Kingdom, uh, you know, I'm pretty Vikinged out. Also, you know, God of War Ragnarok came out. So I'm pretty all up. It's, and it's, Thor? Yeah, and Thor: Love and Thunder. So there's there's a lot of Viking stuff going on. So I mean, when that first scene came on, showing like the backstory, his I, beard, dude, yeah, like was massive. I looked at X, and I'm like, the Northman. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we're here, and like you just saw this like really massive grin on my face. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, and you see like because you know there's a point where he gets into a little scrap, and Santa realizes, holy crap, I'm bleeding. So he starts stitching himself up and you see all these Nordic <laughs> tattoos. I was like, these Nordic Germanic tattoos, it makes sense with Sinterklaas. He has everything. a snowflake tattoo. That's what I told Zach. I was like, is that a snowflake? Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, and so it's cool because then he, he ends up getting on the radio and gets into the same channel as little Trudy, the little girl who ran away from the kidnappers, um, who it's really funny because they ran away and they're like, nah, we're not going to mess with that kid because, you know, it's just a kid like they underestimated the kid but not uh, a guy pretending to uh, who they think is pretending to be santa claus just like you know as uh john leguizamo's character mr scrooge is saying is like he's uh there's a gopher like uh, you know we got a gopher in here i was like oh that's a cool code name but he's just you know he, he took out two guys and you know uh some pretty wild stuff but uh yeah man nikoman the red what a what a badass name I was trying to remember. I was, I was trying Skull to look up what his uh, Skull Crusher. His name. Was. He was a surgeon with that thing. <laughs> yeah, his name was Nikoman the Red. I was listening to the soundtrack because 
this is the one the thing <laughs> the, the one thing that anthony mentioned he's like dude the licensed music he's like dude the music in general i'm like well what do you mean is it the the orchestration the licensed music and he just goes yes like <laughs> everything yes everything is good and it was perfect like uh the donde esta santa claus song for that fight sequence uh, again like you have like the kind of like a uh like an orchestrated like version of silent night playing around even though they obviously know the movie's called violent night um like santa's straight up magic in this movie like he he does this little like wink and uh you know nose trick and he goes up chimneys he's got a uh, a bottomless bag of toys and gifts uh he has his reindeer that are legitimate flying reindeer that's um it's taken at face value that this is indeed the santa claus it's awesome like i i didn't i, I it's cool that there's like and then like danny said like there's there's backstory where you know that this man was a brutal Viking raider. You know, who, he mentioned it. He's like, oh, I knew everything it was about greed and uh, the bad stuff about humanity. And now he's like trying to foster the goodness. And, you know, he's a little bit of a crisis of faith. And then little Trudy's here to help him kind of see the light in this violent night. See that? I rhymed. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. About uh, time. D- didn't <laughs> yeah uh so you know uh dude okay and th- th- there were still like christmas puns thrown everywhere my favorite oh, all over the place. <laughs> my favorite was uh the the kind of like a like Norway, the scandinavian dude he's like you americans love christmas but you know my favorite holidays and in my mind i'm like please say it boxing day and he just cocks <laughs> his left hand and knocks this guy out but he didn't even do it fast he, he like, was like he it's wound coming. up and then the, the guy, the security guy in the chair is just like, the hell is he doing? And then just gets clocked out. Like he, he and he was out for the whole movie. Like he, he didn't even, they didn't even like double tap him to make sure he was dead. Like he probably died from that like punch. that punch. I mean, it, it was the wind up was so long. You'd think he's dead. Uh, but yeah, these, these guys roll up on, uh, basically, uh, uh, the, you know, big matriarch of this, uh, major, like, I guess it's like a, it's insinuated that she's like, a. Like she, because she wasn't on the phone with a senator, so she's probably a big like military contractor, mm-hmm. somebody who makes a lot of money with it with those type of government deals. And um, it's funny because that matriarch is played by Beverly D'Angelo. And I was telling Danny and Zach, I was like, oh, like you know, this is National Lampoon. Like you know, she was National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. She's the mom and all. The she's the mom, mm-hmm. and so it's cool her being like the grandmother and kind of like this like stone cold badass, and. Uh, uh, Vincent Cassell plays the sort of estranged uh, prodigal son in, in a certain way where like he's trying to break away from the family. Uh, he has an estranged wife right now. They're kind of like in the middle of a separation. They have their daughter, Trudy, who is the one who believes in the Christmas spirit and Christmas magic. And then what's really funny is um, you have uh, his sister, uh, Jason. You know, Alex Cassell plays Jason Lightstone. So Alva is played by Edie Patterson. If you have ever seen uh, The Righteous Gemstones, she is amazing in that show. And so there's a lot of like that same energy uh, in her character in this movie. And it's it's freaking hilarious, especially like with her her like really D-list action star like husband. Their pairing was, <laughs> was awesome. Was hilarious. Yeah. It's just like oh, I, I, I was thinking she's like, oh, if she calls him BJ or something, that's going to be a throw. Like that's the name of, his, of her husband in Righteous Gemstones. I'm just like. Dude, this is great, but the main guy was Alex Hassel. Yeah, not Vincent. I said Vincent. Did I say? Oh, I said Vincent Hassel. Yeah, it's supposed to be Alex Hassel. Yeah, 
I know him from uh He was in Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah, he was a cow- yeah, he was vicious in Cowboy Bebop. That that's why I got the V stuck cuz he was vicious in the Bebop Netflix show. He was um, translucent. He translucent in the boys. Nice. And he's also in uh the tragedy of Macbeth that was on Apple TV that's Plus. Right. He wasn't that. Yeah, he was really good in that. And uh and so like it was cool seeing him play sort of like a cuz I always see him as like this like stone cold like you know like he was an asshole in in, in the boys. Mm-hmm. He was uh you know just stone cold uh in both uh Bebop and in Tragedy of Macbeth, but then you see him kind of like this like not sure of himself, like really, you know, just under the his mom's thumb and trying to do his best to get away from all of that. And uh, it was cool to see that. And then the the, the you have your Zoomer, like gen, like less than Gen Zer, like uh, Bertie or Bertrude, his full name. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. It's not a real name. Not a real. Do name. better, guys. <laughs> like, dude, it's hilarious. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> no. Hashtag when blessed. he's like live streaming. <laughs> oh my god, that was freaking great. Um, so like that was cool to see like the tones of all that, and it was like, you know, even the idea of and so Santa like as uh, Santa's getting it, like into the fights, he's trying to get stuff out of his bag, and they, it's just video game, video game. He's like, damn it, stupid games. Anybody want a bat or a sword? <laughs> and then he whips out. What did he whip out? Was it a like ukulele? A, a ukulele? And uh, I think it was like was it no, a that, no, that was someone else that whipped out ukulele. It was uh oh no, that Bjorn, was Bjorn or the yeah. other, or the other guy that was playing out the gifts, uh, and it's like. Like what is this? Like, but he pulled out like a, like, a, like a cane or a stick or something. Yeah, like, he pulled out something like that. It looked like like a like a kid's golf club or something like that. Because because well, then the guy he was trying to uh you know kick his ass. He, I'm gonna break he, your he balls, Santa. A, yeah, <laughs> he used it as like a like a like in a cartoon where you pull you grab a cane, you grab someone by the neck. It was kind of like oh yeah, what the other guy used it for. Yeah, that guy was out of hand. He's like I'm gonna you know, just he he had like few bits of smaller bits of dialogue, but dude went. Uh, yeah, dude went for the swung for the fences, uh, so to speak. And then you had that other guy that was like initially like he caught Santa in the room and uh, he had a date with an icicle. <laughs> and it's great because the movie frames it's like, hey, it's a really big icicle. Somebody's probably gonna get hit with this. Uh, it was pretty like again like uh, like Anthony mentioned before. Like, dude, these like the the kills or the the sequence, the fight sequences are really creative. Um, even like there's call like overt callbacks to Home Alone. Um, oh, that whole scene great. was great. That whole scene was like I I, I was worried. I'm like, man, how goofy is this gonna be? But um, they kind of showed exactly what would happen if this happened in real life. Like, uh, people are straight up maimed and deaded. Like, they got deaded. It was great. I don't know, man. Like, it's just that whole movie is that movie's awesome. Santa Claus is coming to town. What was the uh? All those, all those puns. There were so many other I lo- puns. I love the uh, Home Alone um, like references and uh, Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of oh, Die, yeah, Hard, Die yeah. Hard on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, Die Hard on Blu-ray. Uh, the funniest part is okay. One fun part is like you know Trudy. Is, she she mentioned like yeah, I even saw Home Alone. I can make traps. And he's like, yeah, you do that, Trudy. I guess he was like you know like oh, I kid do yeah. it. She went and did it like. Uh, he's like, I don't know what there's... you're talking about, but yeah, he's like, I don't know what that is, but do it, dude. Flypaper like was legit, and it was cool because Santa, like you can tell, like, like he kind of stayed out of stuff, like he didn't know how to use a gun, uh, you know, which is cool because he kept it uh pretty low the uh, on on the DL in terms of modern tech, but once he got a ha- his hold on a sledgehammer, guys, man, uh, that really opened up some doors. Yeah, I think pretty literally. much like. The last like forty minutes of this movie are are out of hand. 
Brutal. Yeah, they're pretty out of hand. Remember, kids, an icicle is the perfect murder weapon. Because <laughs> it melts and it doesn't leave any trace. Oh my God. No evidence. No evidence. Uh, man, like, and it was just like, and like the uh, all the plot beats and stuff like made sense. Like it wasn't like it was like the right amount of cheesy. I don't know how else to explain that. Like it was just perfect. Like it just did it right. Everything it was Die Hard with Santa. Yeah, it's it's it Santa Die Hard. Um, so well, got I mean, when you say cheesy, like in in the sense, like it's formulaic or not a little bit like, yeah like because you know the formula like you have this thing and then you have like the one thing that's supposed to happen and you know there's a little mini twist but like yeah. you kind of can see it coming but then you're like man how are they going to make it work they totally made it work there's great like callbacks and like overt like there's are there are things that are referenced in the beginning as kind of like tie-ins to the end uh the main villain surprisingly like uh, for the most part i would say is is like kind of competent it's just his goons like some are good and then some are just like um, oh, he, you know, had to hire some of the, like, you know, middle of the, the toy bin kind of sociopaths and, like, tryhards. Um, and, like, the whole reveal when the villain realizes we're dealing with the real Santa Claus. Again, like, it's one of those, it's like, you ruined Christmas for me. Like, that, those <laughs> kind of things, you see it coming, but it's like, this is cool. Like, they're not, they're not shying away from it, if that makes any sense. Like it, the yeah. movie knew what kind of movie it was making, and everybody, especially David Harbor, like just had too much fun. Like I, I love this movie. See- must have been a blast. I'm sure. <laughs> I love just seeing people have his, fun. His uh, like sound effects of just like when he's like eating the cookies, like when he's trying the the, and he's like <laughs> homemade, <laughs> homemade. <laughs> And like he stuffs them, he's like, "Yeah, I'm having these." He just like stuffs with like he stuffs was there for a while. With, with candy canes. And then <laughs> he gets the milk. He's like, skim, skim milk, skim milk. Skim. Oh, when he get now that you mentioned the candy cane, uh-huh. then he turned that into a, a weapon. A oh yeah, weapon. He, he had it. And he was just like like sucking the end of it, so that way it turns into a, that was yeah, like great. A, that, was, like a, that was amazing. That was awesome. Like a puncture with something that. Every kid does. <laughs> yeah, and then just, you imagine they don't use it, it as, a, as a as a weapon. But you kind of like brutal. You kind of imagine it, but then like it was like not. It was like basically uses the shiv. Uh, there's a real dude. Okay, the grenade. I won't say the line that <laughs> c- cracked me up, but the it's in the trailer. Where there's like a grenade. Is it? Oh, that there, sucks. No, there's just some. It's some. There's the grenade getting stuffed, but mm. not the thing after. Okay, okay. But that part, dude. Like it was like that maybe hilarious. We had the whole road to ourselves, and maybe there was like only like two other parties in the theater but we were just like having the time of our lives that part that that dude i know that sequence zach was just like oh my god perfect <laughs> it just it's so good I, it, I can't stress it enough like i yeah once it becomes hammer time it's hammer time <laughs> yeah uh you know it, ba- they basically like for the uh, for the most part those guys could not touch this like it was too good um you know oh man and uh the, the 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 home alone sequence like had some awesome payoff uh because it's like you, you'd think like that with the overt reference like the goons would realize like oh we're getting home alone right now but like no nope. oh man like this girl went in like i think she really took that the heart is like oh i'm gonna get creative and like it's not like uh like kevin McAllister like the entire house is a booby trap but it's just like the one section to lead everybody in was was perfect um and then like the payoff at the end and it's it's uh, of that is is per- it was great um i just as yeah i just i can't stop talking about this movie it's too good i feel like 
at some points you're like i don't think it'll get that graphic or it can't top this and then because it's like a christmas movie but then you're watching it (laughs) it is a rated r movie and you're like oh man they're they're really going in yeah i was like oh like the the ice skates i forgot i almost forgot about the ice skates totally just decapitated the star yeah Yeah, dude the star i i even like i think i looked or i looked at anthony i was just like please tell me they're gonna do the thing with the star they do the thing with the star and i was like yes but then like it gets worse even after they do it (laughs) it's awesome it just keeps like oh it's, there's a he's smell. Like, ooh, ooh, he's like a lot of smoke. Okay. Yeah, and then that's when he does his like John McClane is just like no, th- th- this is Santa. <laughs> Freaking Mister Scrooge is like, what are you talking about? Like no what? And uh, you know he realizes, damn, like this, this guy. Like, I gotta hurry this up because I gotta deliver more presents. To yeah, me. like there's more presents, guys. Is, he, is this guy serious? He's like this guy serious right now? He's like up. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, and like his reveal, like, uh, he, oh, what's great is like, he has the list of just like, oh, who, who are we dealing with here? And like, he knows who's in the house based off the naughty list. That, that was, was cool awesome. how they did it. That was a cool use of, of the naughty or nice list. Yeah. Um, I thought the, uh, the nice, yeah, the nice list, especially with Trudy was really awesome. Um, and then like him explaining like everybody's, uh, gifts or their wishes or like, oh, Trudy, you wrote me letters all the time. And you're just like. This is taking it all at face value. <laughs> when he goes to the guy, like, oh, you wanted the bike or whatever? I got you a bike in 82. In 82. <laughs> <laughs> in 82 How did he know that's impossible? You asked for it 50 times. And then the Scrooge was like, whatever. Every kid asked for a bike. <laughs> yeah. He's like, everybody wants that. It's stupid. How did? And then, like, the, the escape method. He's like, well, obviously, there's totally a, a thing there, right? And, like, you see even him just like. He's like, like I saw it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, like, go he up just the went up the chimney, and like he's like this. The the main big bad is having his like moment of just the hell is happening. You know, again, like if 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 I were to like really describe the movie, yeah, it's like a like Die Hard with a mix of John Wick. Once the sledgehammer comes into play, um, with a bit of you know, a little bit tiny bits of Home Alone during Christmas. Yeah, with- National uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because you know you have some. Uh, some people looking for money, obviously. Anthony will get the reference because the whole thing about Clark's bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, obviously, Beverly D'Angelo. Um, you have, um, I think, with, with, you know, with, I honestly, like, because of just, like, how earnest, honest to goodness Christmassy it is, like, there's a bit of, like, elf in there. Um, just because of just, like, you know, there's parts where, like, oh, you got to use your, the belief. You got to believe it. And, like, even Santa's, like, it's Christmas magic. I don't know how it works. Because <laughs> people believe in you know that that uh, is my favorite it. thing. He's just like it's, it's Christmas, Christmas magic. magic. Even I don't know. I've been alive for so long, but it's Christmas magic. Um, because then that that kind of, that line kind of makes me wonder like if he's been around for eleven hundred years, like he's he's immortal essentially. So he did he really die or did he just like pass no, out from so, like yeah he's he's immortal in the <laughs> sense that like he cannot die. Um, minor spo- again spoilers. This is the thirty eighth minute. But there's a point, yeah. You know, there's a point where mortality is in question, Spoilers. where it's like, you know, um, what happens here? Is it just an age thing? It's definitely like, you know, he. You can see throughout the fight, like he gets, he can get battered up and stuff. But um, he's been alive since at least the 700s or like 787 or something. The 900s. I just don't think. Or 800s, 900s. Yeah. I think we have to wait for the second seven. one to get more of the backstory because right? they alluded to like, so he was just like a man, a viking yeah and then i guess at some point like they didn't say why yeah at some point maybe he got 
met some witch and maybe the witch gave him powers to, of santa claus you never know and exactly that's been that's why he's just like so i've been immortal ever since then and i've been i'm gonna doing yeah. this thing since then and he has you know he, he has a mrs claus you know that's there too and i'm uh i'm, I'm guessing because you know vikings the first Vi- legit viking raid on uh english soil was on lindisfarne it was 793 i know that i studied history sorry but uh yeah um that was a race so it's between from seven maybe 770s 780s and beyond and or because of the whole thing and then obviously christianity um a friend of mine uh after watching the movie he said uh jesus is canon because when like they used the nativity set with jesus and he was like oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) like he he apologized to the, the baby jesus and also when this one dude was running away from him he goes oh jesus and he goes no, not quite. And no, goes, not it's quite. Santa. Yeah, not quite. It's Santa. And then he chucks the, the then, sledgehammer. I mean, <laughs> just dude. I love dude. I for, totally forgot that if, he just snipes him with a sledgehammer. Dude, he was a surgeon with that thing. If you had three heads in one sweep. If you haven't seen the movie and you just listened to that, you would be like, "This movie sounds like trash." It's not. But it's, it's perfect. Not. Absolutely not trash. It is. I'm I'm saying it right now. I'm gonna put it there as a, like a Christmas classic it, to watch. Yes, it's, I'll watch it again it, for yeah, sure. Every it's, Christmas, it's pretty even with the audience score and the and the, what do you call it the Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes score, aggregate. Right? Yeah, it's pretty even. So, what is the score? If if you go it. by any of those High, metrics to watch the movie, no, it's like seventy something, and then like audience score is it's like eighty something. Yeah. So yeah, because right now, um, IMDb seven point one out of ten, Rotten Tomatoes seventy one out of no, I was saying one percent. Sorry, and four out of five for Common Sense Media. Never heard Don't of worry about that. Sense. Okay, audience score. Hit I'll look it, it up. Now. It's eighty-eight. I think something like that. Uh, eighty-eight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Nice. Uh, it's too good. But yeah, it's so good. It's super, really fun. Yeah. Um, like you can, Anthony if you said, can handle, if you can handle the violence, then it's really fun. If that's one of those where like you're in a cheer in the violence. Um, I said it before. David Harbor. Just I want to like. It's gonna be like you know people know him for Stranger Things. Like I want to be like, hey, you had you did so well in this movie. Like it's like you can tell like he just like he rode the line like oh I'm having fun, but like oh wait this is a Christmas movie too. So it's like it's almost like when Zach talked about the Hallmark formula. Like you there are certain things you have to have or like you have to embody if you're gonna be a movie that's very like earnest about Christmas cheer and the Christmas spirit and. He uh, he really embodied that e- even with the, you know, the the, the over the topness, the uh, Santa is a reformed Viking kind of thing. It's perfect. Like, it's just it was it's it, they gave us just enough that we're just like, damn, I want more. Like, yeah, I want definitely want more. Violent Night 2. Like, uh, what is Violent it? Nighter. Yeah, Violent Nighter. <laughs> Violent Nighter. Uh, more Violenter. Yeah. Uh, you know, and a happy new cheer. No, happy new. <laughs> I, I just read like the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. and there's a line that says and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. It's <laughs> oh uh, perfect. Wait, is that in the, the, the That's someone's IMDb like the, review? No, like the movie. The actual consensus. Yeah. Or, I mean the, the yeah, whatever the movie the info review. on Rotten That's Tomatoes. That's the Yuletide log line. Is that what that is? Yuletide log line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I loved also uh, uh, Trudy uh, quotes a line from Home Alone. And I was just like, nice. Which one? Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, yeah, animal. That's, right, that's right. That was great. And a happy new year. <laughs> she was so loud in the car. Yeah, yeah well, because like, she was having so much. Yeah, yeah she, was just, she was just copying the movie. Ah! Yeah, she did the the, the Macaulay <laughs> the Culkin aftershave movie. scream. 
yeah, but it's fun. It's it's. Weird. I think she must have seen parts one and two because she said "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal." Because that one's part two. In part two, with angels with even filthier souls. <laughs> That's a lie. Cheeks, bony bag, Cliff. I can go on forever, baby. <laughs> I believe you, but my, my Tommy, Tommy gun don't. <laughs> it's it's weird, Anthony. I have that program where it's somebody. If somebody says, "Oh, I believe you," in my own mind, we want to respond like, with, "But my Tommy, but my gun, Tommy don't. gun don't." <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten, <laughs> or one count of three. Yeah, it's ten. it's awesome. That was part one. He's like one, two, ten. Oh man, yeah, dude, it's it's guys. It's so, do awesome. you guys recommend Violent Night? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. So is it? Uh, I think one of the best Christmas <clears throat> movies by far. Yeah, look at that. What do you rate it? Eight out of ten. Eight snowflakes. I would give it an eight point five, because like there's some there's some small nuggets of like true quality in there that's just like, you know, the music's like, no, too good. Man. Yeah, no lumps of coal at all. Because again. Everything like even uh, I forgot I looked up the composer, but um, I haven't seen he doesn't, hasn't done too much. I think just other TV shows, but the music, the music arrangement with the licensed songs, uh, the overarching plot uh, with uh, just with even with the, the Lightstone family alongside Santa and uh, the villains kind of like looking for their, their it's simple, just like in Home Alone or, or and Die Hard, like they're looking for a paycheck and they, they got a plan and. Uh, they're trying to get make it work, but everything is done so well. Actually, yeah, it's like a mix because of it. It's a mix of Die Hard's one and two in terms of the villains, uh, based off of stuff that goes on. Die Hard two has people on snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's. I just more recollection, pretty cool. Wait, what were you saying about the composer that he? I thought he did TV shows. No, but I, I mean, he's done a lot of movies that we're familiar with, like Spirited, Bullet Train. Ah, the there King's it is, Man. Yes. Mm, okay. There we go. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Peter, uh, he did. I've not seen that. Uh, Dominic he, Lewis. Yeah. His first mm, film, I guess, was well, it's a short film. It's a How to Train Your Dragon one, actually. Gift of the Night oh. Fury. Oh. oh, so Zach, this is Zach's new favorite Uh-oh. composer. That's not Hans Zimmer or Lauren Balf. Actually, he did work on a on a few movies. Not not as like the main composer, but as like additional music. It's yeah, like he puts it. He did Spirited, which again, so he had. Practice doing Christmas music. All right, all right. So he did Spirited. I mean, it just came out too, so he probably did both of them like around the same time. Right? Yeah. Oh snap! He did uh, the music for the Ducktail show. So Ooh. that probably means he rearranged. Ooh. Let me see if he rearranged the um, the moon theme. Yes. He's doing Baymax. The yeah. One so he did it too. for the cartoon. He he rearranged the moon. The, he must have rearranged the moon theme from the NES game. Awesome. Uh, fun fact: If you've never if for us old school heads, uh, one of the games we played on Nintendo, the Nintendo original Nintendo, was the Ducktales game. Where Back Sc- in my day, <laughs> I, I, basically, yeah, because Scrooge just p- pogo sticks on on a on a, a cane, and uh, that game has one of the most like iconic theme songs ever. Um, it's the Moon Level, and they actually incorporated that music into a plot point of the series. It's it's awesome. Like I, all of us, like. You know, old school like geeks and nerds like went nuts. It was awesome, but yeah. So Dominic Lewis has has, has a a really good portfolio in there. So um, I mean, oh, the, he did Man in the whole, High Castle. The yeah. whole last scene that was pretty much like the boss battle. <laughs> the music in that was ridiculous. It was, it was like so out of hand. It was like an epic version of Silent Night with other like Christmas songs mixed in, and it was like and obviously with the like chorus in the background, like. Oh, 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 oh. 
During Spoiler. a final showdown. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Dude, and then you hear like the, the jingle bells in the background. <laughs> oh man, dude, it's freaking awesome. Like again, everything has the payoff. It's it's so good. And that, that death at the end too was pretty yeah. That was that was, oh, that, that, was a, that was a good dude, one. Was that, was a good that was an awesome one. That was a brutal one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like you know, it doesn't skimp on a lot of the gore there. So Oh, I forgot the shredder too in the uh yeah, in the barn. That was another. That was another. That was another one. I was like, "Go!" Like you see it, you're like, "Oh, they're gonna use it," and you just yes, like immediate like payoff. As, like there weren't like soup some any like wild subversions. Like you knew it was like, "Oh, they're gonna do this." Yes, let's do it. Like it was just hey, like they, they it's like you know, we know what you want. So it's just like okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. They did very well on knowing what we want. Yes, but. It, yeah. For sure, go watch it if you. We got what we wanted. For haven't Christmas. gotten a chance to. <laughs> Basically, yeah, we got what we wanted for Christmas. Oh, man, uh, yeah, guys. So everybody listening, everybody watching, Violent Night. It's still in theaters. I know the whole movie is going to just um, kind of go like, I don't know if it's going to get lost in the sauce because of way of water coming out. But man, watch it. Yeah, because it, it's been on for like a week and a half, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, it's gonna be two weeks. Yeah, gonna be two weeks. And this weekend, as we're recording, yeah, we have Avatar coming out, and it's gonna. uh, I mean, it's a different movie. So anybody that doesn't want to see Avatar, they could definitely go see it. But you can watch it on Christmas Day, even though Avatar Avatar is definitely gonna take over for the next three months. What's the project? I heard the projected box office the weekend alone is like at least five hundred million. That's not right, dude. I don't think that's right. That but no movie has ever done that. No movie has ever done that. Yeah, not even. But I think because of it, I. But remember, I I forget is I think it's worldwide release. Like I think they're including because China might go see it too. It might. Oh, they're including worldwide. I think they're that's worldwide. No, no, no. Five hundred and something million worldwide for opening weekend. Possible. That's very possible. Worldwide is a different story. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, worldwide. No, I'm sure. saying like 500. It's very possible worldwide. Yeah, but worldwide domestic, opening. That's weekend. not happening. No, domestic's gonna be like what did uh the thing like is the fr- something. the thing is the first one didn't do so hot opening weekend, but the, it stayed in theaters for months and then word of mouth. mouth and people were like this is amazing go watch it yeah just it was, like Top just Gun. like Violent Night just like Top Gun no I'm kidding it's just, <laughs> Top Gun is, is this, still this in is theaters. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, even it? though it's yeah, yes. even though There's it's no you can go watch it right now. There's in theaters. no way. Yes. they re-released it. They, they re-released. Yeah, Paramount was like, "Hey, Avatar's coming out. No, let's re-release more, our secret weapon. Do we want more money? Yes, please. That's what they said. Yeah, dude. Look, there's a there's totally showings like right now. Uh, today there are showings tomorrow. Oh like right God. here in in or at least AMC here in South Florida, there are showings. And that movie came Nine, out back in in May, May, in May, May, May twenty seventh, Memorial Day. May 27th. Oh my head. Oh my head. Oh six my. months. Six months later and it's still... Yeah. It's still they, they, so, try, they want to try to be Avatar so they could be the highest grossing movie of the year, yeah. but it so, probably still won't happen. It's there, but oh, anyway. Okay, yeah, of the year because yeah. Avatar is only going to be out, uh, you know, for two weeks in 2022. That's not what they mean, though. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm still... I'm still... Because uh, it's going to have a lifespan of multiple months. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure Avatar will Way hit, a, hit a billion before There's the end of the first week. There's essentially no competition until Ant-Man in February. Pretty so much. they have like two and a half and months. And that's just Disney, again, yeah. raking it all in. They have about two and a half months. Anyway. I, I think the movie's going to make a, at least a billion before the end of the year. In a cal- Yeah, awesome. taking a whole year. Yeah. 
Oh, before the end of no, the before, actual calen- no, this yeah, calendar year? Like before January 1st, it'll probably statement. make a billion dollars. Anyway, um, yeah, that movie is going to make a lot of money, but give go watch go Violet Night. Night, cause Violet that Night that, yes. I want that to make money. Yes. I need like at least just we, one more. We sequel. need a second one, yeah. I, I want more Violent uh, Nighter. I want more Skull <laughs> Crusher. I want I want some some Santa and San- Mrs. Claus backstory. Oh, be really cool to see how that that goes about. Uh, but yes, everyone, thank you for listening to our uh, you know holiday our gory holiday cheer uh, infused episode of. Uh, the popcorn watch list. Uh, let us know if you went to go watch Violent Night, if you are planning to go see it. Um, if you saw it, you know, afterwards, if you go ahead and listen to it, you know, check us out again on the socials through Instagram and uh, Twitter. Same thing, popcorn watch list. Also, we have a giveaway going on our Instagram right now. Uh, just go ahead and follow the rules on the latest post, and we will announce a winner on this Saturday. That's right, guys. We're doing giveaways now. We're big time. (laughs) Do it. Do it. But thanks for joining. Thank you, everybody. Go watch Violet Night. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Bah humbug. (laughs) I wasn't ready. You wasn't ready. You were ready. You were. You did (laughs) it. That was good. Good job. Merry Christmas to all. Happy watching. Good night.